0: me are you sure mm, i don't really believe you but let's just go with that okay anyway my name is baby hazel forward slash most child aka for the lights get internet, and this is my podcast brandon with the issues and i must say i honestly didn't think i'd be doing this like seriously or actually having whereby i'm consistently recording episodes and you know just having vibes and gases and talking to everybody but you guys just loved the first episode so much and um you know the feedback was amazing and yeah i hope you guys weren't lying because like otherwise i'm gonna look stupid but even if you were lying i'm very happy because it safeguards my feelings because the truth is you know us as human beings we can't really handle the truth you know you get into relationships, you get into work environments. You with your parents and be like, okay, if you do something bad, just tell me. I won't get mad. If you cheat on me, just tell me. I won't get mad and all that. But as soon as you tell them the truth, they are bound to break. Why is that? Because we cannot literally handle the truth. So first on the agenda, my uncle Shingirai said, I talk really fast, so today's episode is going to be a lot slower so I can pronunciate and enunciate my words. To a full extent without having to jumble and scramble many words so if today's episode is more eloquent you have my lovely uncle to thank that secondly hi Auntie Tina I know you're watching I well listening actually because it's a podcast it's a show for years so yeah mm. okay that was a odd little moment of weirdness and today's news I'm not really sure what we're going to talk about if I'm being honest. Because remember, uh, I was literally just freestyling the first episode. I think that's the thing. I think that's actually the theme of the world. Because verbal freestyling, not thinking, just going with the first thing that comes to your mind. Paying no attention to detail whatsoever and just zoning out with it. So today marks the first year anniversary of a really amazing album that I love to this day. And I've been listening to it a lot since it came out in the last year and to be honest i feel like uh in this modern age of music where everybody's just trying to make music for hits tiktoks billboard number ones and all that you don't really get quality albums that you can actually sit and listen through like you know song for song like every 15 song you're really just skimming through and looking for whatever is good for this particular vibe like you're looking for music to be depressed to, or you're looking for songs to turn up through ajc but with this album i actually listened to the album Um, I wouldn't say daily, but I always find time to listen to this album, and it really strikes me um, just in lots of aspects, because I feel like I really relate to what's going on, because you know, you reach a point in life, especially your early 20s, your late teens, and you just start feeling like the world is against you, life is so depressing, and like, you know, uh, F the world, system this, struggling with, you know, dating and stuff like that, you know, and you just feel like everything is against you, everything is working against you and I feel like this album is perfect. But the album I am talking to, sorry, I don't talk to albums. Can you talk to an album? Well, I feel like the album speaks to you rather than you to it, you know, because like, the music finds you, the music speaks to you. But yeah, the album I am talking about is Tickets To My Downfall by Machine Gun Kelly. Before I continue editing any further, this is no propaganda in any way. I'm actually not a big MGK fan, if I'm being honest. I thought "Bad Song," "Bad Things" was a pretty trash song. Camila Camilo didn't make it any better. Uh, I listened to one of his albums. It was "I Just Died." The beef with Eminem. I mean, I'm not like you know, I'm not taking sides in that. I do think like he came through in the beef. I'm not gonna lie, but obviously, M washed him. But still, it did good for him in terms of, uh, in a publicity sense, Was this, you know, he dropped Hotel Diablo, that did good, he went on tour, ETC, 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 the song raked up quite a bit of streams, made his money, so hey, man, everybody tap, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, consider listening to this album if you are listening to this podcast, because, like, you know, the fact that you're listening to this podcast means you enjoy listening to me. And since you enjoy listening to me, you should enjoy taking such orders from me. So when you have time, look for this album. Best songs, in my opinion, I'd say are the second song, which is Kiss Kiss. Concert for Aliens, I love that song. Uh, There's a four track run. There's actually a three or four track run, which I feel is unstoppable. Even the title track is amazing, you know what? First seven songs, in my opinion, are flawless. World War II, World War III is probably like a step down but then it picks itself up when you get songs like Concert for Aliens My Ex's Best Friend um, Nothing Inside I don't like "Drawbreaker" either but that's still alright so overall I think the entire album like yeah um, out of 15 songs I like 12 which is pretty good unlike some other people's albums which we are not gonna talk about but I feel like you out here overrating certain things you're not actually you know let's just talk about it <sighs> so for the longest I know this is probably old news by now but people are still on that Donda versus CLB and honestly speaking young boy better I'm just saying I'm just saying I'm just saying but then again when it comes to listening to albums I feel like people need to under actually look at it from a musical sense because I feel like with albums like CLB and Donda to be honest they're both good-ish albums in their own right to be honest well CLB was very underwhelming in my opinion, and Donda just has way too many songs to just be listening to all the damn time, and also it's for a specific mood. But when listening to music, not only are you looking for a mood or a vibe, but sometimes you should also assess an album based on the way it makes you feel, the quality of the songs in there, you know, and how many songs you like in the album, because anyone can get a Billboard hit nowadays, bro, with TikTok, SoundCloud, streaming services distributors and all that, it's actually never been an easier time to actually get a number one song. If you ask me, anyone can get a number one song at this game. All you need is the right marketing and the right promo. It doesn't matter if the song is mid-average or whatever. But if your radio is constantly playing it, people are constantly making TikToks about it, people are constantly using it for their memes or whatever. Next thing you know, you got the biggest song in the world. Why is that? That's just how it is. However, Stay by the Kid Leroy, even though it's been overplayed and like, you know, you hear it everywhere. I actually feel like that's actually a very made amazing song and he's actually a really good artist. I've actually listened to If Love 2 and 3. Not bad, but that's enough music talk. Although we were kind of in good spaces with the music, but that's enough for now. Because I'm seeing it's already been seven minutes. Seven entire minutes. Okay. But then again, why y'all up to me? Does anyone still watch wrestling? I don't know if anyone still watches wrestling for the fact we probably don't, but you've probably watched wrestling at some stage in your life. And I just wanted to point out in the wrestling world that Big E is the third black WWE champion in its history. If it, that thinking, For a company that's been on for over, that's been practically dominating sports entertainment, mind you, sports entertainment, because I know a lot of you are probably just going to be like... <laughs> Wrestling is so fake. can you watch wrestling? Bro, we know it's not grade 10 anymore, bro. Like, it's not grade 7 anymore. we like, you know, that's a big deal. Like, it's called sports entertainment for a reason. When you're watching soccer, you know, where teams, basketball or whatever, where athletes and teams are just going against each other, trying to win a cup and all that, you know, non-scripted. They're just doing it for the work and all that. That's sports, you know, and it's enjoyable. And, you know, that's cool. Wrestling is sports entertainment. Of course, there's the Olympic wrestling, which is just grown men in tights trying to tackle each other and pin each other down. Sus. But anyway, I mean, mm-hmm. like everything is sus when you think about it. Like, I mean, come on, 11 dudes, like what, 22 people on the field chasing around balls. I mean, come on, naked men fighting for a title, f- fighting for a belt yet. They don't even wear pants. I mean, come on, kind of sus. I mean, Yeah. Yeah, like everything is sus when you think about it. Any sports is sus, like you know, anything that involves balls is sus. (laughs) Okay, that was that was that was very odd. But back to the case. I just thought it was crazy because like there's only been three champions in over eighty years. And when you think about it, being WWE champion means that you're carrying an entire brand. So the fact that they put an entire brand written over white supremacy. Okay, now I feel like this is turning into a racing. Speaking of racing, has anyone seen that thread on Twitter? Where I don't know, there were like Indians at a party, and then some dude quoted that. I know it smells crazy in there, and then everyone was just going puff <laughs> in the quoted replies. I don't know. I think I should leave a link to that in the description or in the bio or whatever. Like this is YouTube, but yeah, I just thought I should point those things out. Why I actually have no idea. In other news, do we ever really move on? I'm literally just making things up. I'm literally just asking random questions and like, you know, answering for myself. If you have a different opinion, that's great. Not saying your opinion opinion's invalid. But if you'd want to come like, you know, maybe talk on the podcast, you know, about whatever you think or feel about whatever topics I might have said, then cool. Yeah, you know, you can do that. But in other news, um, moving on is so hard, but letting go is like crazy hard what I've noticed. I've had to let go of a situation that I've been holding on for the whole year, if I'm being honest. And, um, it's really changed the way that I look at life, the way that I look at myself. And, uh, you know, it's just, you know, when you, when you get into something, you love something so much, you know, you never want it to end, but it ending and knowing that there'll never be a second chance at those things is like really really mind-boggling okay that just took an emotional turn out of the words because one moment you're talking about "Uh, listen to this album this is so fire this album sucks wrestling and now i'm in my feelings which is very strange but yeah that being the case i feel like it's okay to be in your feelings it's okay to feel your feelings i feel like there's not enough there's a lot of underratedness there in feeling your feelings up Okay, how many times have I said feelings in the last sentence? Or feel, or that phrase in its own in the last sentence. But basically, when you're going through something, you're allowed to feel emotional about it. But I also don't think that you should put yourself in a pit hole. You know what I'm saying? You're allowed to cry, you're allowed to grieve and all that. But never let that completely change the way you feel about yourself. Because I feel like with the situation I was in, I think we're all aware that I'm probably talking about a relationship, but Yeah. I feel like once that ended, I changed completely, like, you know, changed my habits, changed my routines, changed my whatnot, and that should not be the case. Well, first it was in a negative way, because obviously you're trying to suppress the tra- pain and you do so by, like, you know, drinking, casual hookups, ETC, ETC, low weed here and then all that, which I stopped, by the way, maybe not the drinking and the weed, but i stopped the bad habits. <laughs> But then again, is drinking and smoking really a bad habit? I feel like things are only bad when done in excess. You know what I'm saying? Because if you look at it, even from a religious point of view, Jesus did turn water into wine. See? But Jesus didn't condemn drunkenness. You see what I'm saying? So in a way, if you can drink in a moderate fashion and not be completely out of your mind to the point that you're growing up everywhere, you're fornicating you're trying to do all this weird stuff and you know you're just letting the alcohol consume you completely because I remember Chippy was talking about this time I think he said it on his Insta spray and he's just like I don't like the idea that people need alcohol to feel like themselves or really take true. I, I don't believe I don't like the concept or the idea of saying you need to put the substance inside of you to feel like yourself or to be the real you that means this whole time you were not you or that's not even you that's the alcohol when you think about it Hence, why people are always looking for kicks, hits, and yeah, I feel like the real you should go unexpressed. Don't ever, don't ever change. Like, just be unfiltered. I feel like it's best to just be unfiltered, say what you think, say what you feel, and, you know, whoever doesn't relate to that should not relate to it. And whoever does accept you for that should definitely, like, you know, just fuck with you, because, like, that's your nigga, you know what I'm saying? Fuck with your nigga, you know what I'm saying? Fuck with your niggas, fuck with your friends. Nah. When has it ever not been cool to try? Have you ever seen that ASAP rocking me? Like, like, when the fuck is it not cool to try? You know, how you gonna put some, da- someone down for trying? You know, someone is actually doing some shit with them lives and you just think that's mad. That's, that's horrible. You know, what? fucking loser. Matter of fact, suck another dick. Oh, <laughs> uh, yes. Oh, yeah. By the way, there is swearing in this. So, um, if you are not, um, if you don't like the language, I, Apologize. But then again, you did click on a podcast called Brandon with the issues. What kind of issues did you think we were talking about? Vogue ma- magazine? Mm? Teen Vogue? What other magazines are there? Would you want to be a cover? Magazine. Magazine cover. I, okay, I'm getting the words mixed up. But I don't know if I'd want to be on a magazine cover. One, well, I'm not really photogenic. If I'm being honest, I literally have one pose in my arsenal and that's it. That was it. But uh, yeah, in other news, Blood and Water season two, great season, by the way, let's actually talk about it. You know, I didn't like, um, okay, before I go on about what I like and what I don't like, let me just firstly state that I have no bias towards any actor, director or producer involved in the making of this production. I think it's a wonderful show and I think everyone's acting a phenomenal job. When I'm making these opinions, I'm basically talking about the characters displayed in the fictitious drama that is shown to us via our Netflix accounts. So, first thing being said, if there's one thing you can learn from playing is that energy and persistence conquers all things. You know, uh, when you're driven or determined towards something, you should just go about it and, you know, trust your guts. Always trust your gut, always trust your feelings and, you know, always don't give up. Like, you know, if it's one thing you can learn is always trust your gut, always go with your feelings, don't give up. Not everyone's going to understand you and a lot of people are going to tell you like, yo bro, might want to stop that shit that you're doing or you're going on a fucked up path or whatever. Some might even think you're on drugs, some might even call you crazy, but as long as you keep doing what you're doing, you will be fine. Trust me second of all that's on a to be honest to be very honest when he's not kissing fix he's not adding anything to the story don't get me wrong good actor you know he's, he's all right he's genuinely just all right but i feel like in terms of the story his mom is carrying the story more than he is because literally he's just there to make on hands and get thrived but other than that we haven't really seen much from him all we know is that he had the drug addiction that he's still kind of on because still he needs some of that weed apart from the whole getting his stash getting stashed with new samples and then you know getting caught handed and then them samples being planted in the back this is bad for anyone who hasn't watched it like because he's a major spoiler but anyway Shana jin doesn't really add too much oomph to the story for me tbh and now he's going into witness protection so i don't know I don't know and it seems like the timeline or the girls aren't really going as crazy for him as they were when Bridgeton got that light-skinned nigga the reggae I own so I mean he's he's forgettable in my opinion my opinion just saying not to say that he's a bad actor or nothing but in terms of storyline in terms of what he brings to the table it's literally just standing there smiling getting kissed and then yeah trying to split game but other than that yeah the realest nigga throughout the entire season was Chris. We can all agree that Chris is probably the realest nigga in the show. The baddest baddie is actually Wendy, but people do want to admit, guys. Wendy could shoot gummy bears at me out of her asshole, bro. Like I'm saying, like, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, but yeah, Wendy's a mad baddie. I think her character just has carried in too much hate in the series. And as a result, people tend not to like her, but she's a baddie. She's a ting and a half fix to be honest fix was less controversial this season and i'm happy for that because like you know fix was just the borderline of all the attention the last season because you're sleeping with teachers you've got this whole nepotism thing going on and to be fair to be fair i can see why wendy didn't like fix because to be honest like yo i'm out here busting my ass off i'm grinding day to day i don't have the same privileges i'm reading books and i'm doing all this and you're here because of because of your mommy and daddy's money and because you sleep with coach ningi so obviously sex chick chronicles not that it was justified but then at the end of the day you were sleeping with a nigga i mean it's one thing to rat someone out but when you kind of did it i guess i don't condone snitching by the way i don't condone dry snitching i don't condone anonymous snitching but hey it is what it is now there's one character that i really want to love but i just despise is that nigga wade bro what is that nigga's problem now first of all let us be real there is nothing wrong with wade and wade could have easily got pulling or even fixed to be honest and i know what you're saying uh ah, reaching Richie. even the zahira item was it was Oh to be honest he had a good thing going but then he held himself back by doing by going for and that probably didn't really feel the same way about it and to be honest a lot of niggas do that I'm not gonna act like I'm innocent and all that because I've done that before where I've had a good thing going and I've been looking back on some item that probably had no interest in me. But let me tell you, the one reason why Wade could not get pulling and KB could get pulling, it's not because of looks. It's not because of sheets. Trust me, it's not. It's actually not. The one reason Wade could not get any checks or just has a bad outlook on him it's because of his confidence bro. I know what you're saying, our oh, nice guys finish last and all that. where is is a good guy. Where does a generally good guy. Of course he doesn't like, you know, he drinks, he does his thing, but like he's a good gents. But what's really lacking is not, what's really getting him in the wrong, especially with the girls he likes. is not because he's a good gent or he's a nice guy and nice guys finish last. It's because he does not have confidence. Anytime there's any beef or altercation, anytime there's any upfront, Time even gets cold, or even anytime pulling even says his name, he says, Stop that, shit, bro. Ain't nobody gonna want, like, dude. I feel like, even as niggas if a girl came, if a girl liked us and was on that wave where they just, you know, not, it's not gonna come through, it's not gonna come through. Because look at it, Wade held pulling down, and Wade beat the shit out of kb tbh which he kind of deserved because like the whole season kb the biggest outtaker this season was obviously kb because kb was just like i don't know i don't know not to say that he's my favorite not to say that he's my least favorite but um yeah you know one thing that shocked me the entire season was actually the fact that fix is dad was actually very innocent because to be honest when i looked at him he was probably one of the most sketchiest looking people after KB dead. I know guys, let's talk. Let's talk about that belly, guys. That belly already looks like a human trafficker as it is. There's no guys, that belly looks sketchy, guys. <laughs> like No guys, that belly looks sketchy. That's that's someone who makes you uncomfortable just by talking to them to to be honest. To be honest. And right after him, I thought it was Fix's dad. But Fix's dad is actually very wholesome and he showed out he showed out throughout the entire season that, you know, he's a genuine guy. He's got a genuine heart and he genuinely loves his daughter even though it's not his daughter but yeah you know I was actually kind of shocked to find that yeah the women in this series the the elder women in this series are very problematic because if you look at Ms. Daniel, Ms. Daniel wants to safeguard her job and she's gonna do whatever to keep her job. You look at Poulain's mom who we just found out is a hoe then you look at Fix's mom who's clearly got some problems like some mental health problems that need to be addressed but hey man I ain't mean, none of my business, you know what I'm saying. Is there any character I left out? Reese. <laughs> I remember I saw a tweet which said, Every teen drama has some white girl who has a mom who's going through it. <laughs> and that's the first person that came to mind. And to be honest, I feel like... Um, oh yeah, the whole thing where she has... Where her and a teacher starts moving drugs and trying to clean money via the school fundraising and all that. They stole that from Power. And it's not even like they stole that from Power Season 6. Around the time the time Tariq transferred, then he had that teacher who wanted to move drugs with him and all that. Of course he did it anonymously. It was kinda of different. But the theme of that I feel uh, was very power-based. And um yeah, is there anyone else? I miss I didn't really talk about KB, because like I said, KB was just taking L's throughout the entire the entire season. TBH. But yeah. That's my take on the show. Great season overall. Great performances. Oh wait, Zama! I forgot to talk about Zama. The the hand with the California. Yeah, she yeah, she a real nigga too. I mean, like you know, she's supporting the homegirl and all that. She she's like, like you know, she she has her good balance to the stream. But anyway, other than that, next on the agenda, guys, it is hot. It is a burning like. My nigga. It, it ain't even funny like that. It's not bummy like that, you know what I'm saying? But yes, the season is coming. The season is coming. It is almost October. October 19th. We are back in the NBA. And let me just say, I have the most faith in Ben Simmons. Let me tell you why. I was in I was having an argument with hassan was, and I was actually to no, I was actually telling her, I think I was on my finster and I was just like, I believe that Ben Simmons is going to have the same come up as Giannis. He's going to go from most improved to defensive player of the year to an MVP. Why do I say this? Guys, Ben Simmons is a 6'8 point guard, a defensive playmaker. There are not a lot of those in the league. Especially point guards are usually from 5'11 to 6'4. Ben Simmons is a whole center, he's a whole powerful position, but he's playing center and he's making plays, curating. The problem is with Ben Simmons is not not that he's a bad player. Fair and fine, he's not good from three-point range, and he has his moments of bad passing and all that, but let me tell you, the real problem with Ben Simmons' game is not in his attributes, but it's more in his mind. You can see from the way he carries himself and the way he goes about his life that there's a certain confidence lacking in the way that he plays. And to be honest, I can understand it because when you get onto that court, you know, it's not like your coach telling you, do this drill, do this drill. And in practice, you're shooting fadeaways from high, half court with your eyes closed and all that. The game is different. You've got all these eyes on you. You've got people cheering your name. You've got people booing you. You've got random calls for the ball. You've got people smothering all over you. You're running up and down the court. It's very, very tense. And I can say this as someone who's played basketball. Even, okay, I'll tell you about my basketball story some other times. But the thing is with Ben Simmons, I think he just can't handle the pressure that's on him. Especially since Ben Simmons was a number one, was the number one or number two draft pick 2017-18? Seven or 17, seventeen. Ben Simmons was a top three draft pick. When you're a high value draft pick already, you're getting straight into the game. You're starting, you're getting full on minutes. They're putting an entire franchise on your back. They expect you to really pull through and all that. And I feel like he was just a little overwhelmed. Of course he was doing good in his first years, you know, averaging good points, averaging good statistics and all that. But as the game becomes more tense, you get to playoff level, you get to more pressures, you get backings, and you got all these, you know, that threats of being traded. Because being traded in the NBA or in soccer even is crazy. Because like look you're you're in washington okay like he plays for what philadelphia philadelphia 76ers you're in philly you've created a house there you stay there you travel with them and all that all of a sudden you're being transferred to freaking toronto raptors now you need to buy accommodation in canada you need to go to their team and they don't help you financially when you get traded basically they're just like yo you're to go to your team go away we don't want to see you and now you got to use whatever budget you have and remember they live a tax they live in a capitalist taxes community so yeah, you know, money's just flying out left, right, and center. All these all these expenses. And on top of it all, you need to show up for every game. You need to show up for every practice. You need to go with all that pressure. And it's wild, you know. So I feel like Ben Simmons just needs to work on his confidence. He's actually requesting to get traded, although Philly wants to hold on to him. And I feel like he should get traded if he can find a team. Even if he goes to, like, Sacramento, bro. Or it's just somewhere, somewhere where he can be, like, you know, he can work at his own... Place where he can really develop himself. Cause I feel like also being at Philly, you know, you've got Seth Curry there, you've got Joel Embiid, you've got like this, you got Danny Green. I don't like Danny Green, by the way. I really, 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 really don't like Danny Green. If there's anyone who's ever been carried to a championship, it's Danny Green. I'm not gonna talk about Sierra's husband, um Russell Wilson, but we will talk about him. I feel like he also gets carried. Great dude and all that, but he gets carried his team carries him every team he's been at carries him and that's how he gets the chips but anyway yeah that's my take on Ben Simmons still very excited for the Lakers versus Nets situation we've already discussed that Lob City Chicago Bulls to be honest Alex Caruso Lonzo Ball was it Damar DeMar DeRozan and Zach Levine guys that lineup just sounds so amazing so exciting even if they're not like the highest seeding team or making playoffs they're genuinely gonna have they're genuinely gonna be fun to watch because already Lonzo and Caruso already have some good chemistry since they were together at the Lakers so I feel like already there's some good gameplay between them DeRozan and Levine both amazing dunkers although Zach was kind of robbed for the dunk contest also Aaron Gordon but we'll talk about him later but I feel like it's just going to be an exciting season. It's going to be a very flashy team, a very exciting team. You know, all the dribble moves behind your back, two-handed layups, reverse behind the back. It's going to be like, you know, it's, I feel like it's going to be Jordan-era type basketball. Not to say they're going to be winning the same, although I do think in the next year or two, definitely going to Eastern Conference Finals, maybe even first in the West. Wait, Chicago's in the East, sorry. But yeah. That's that, and who else? What other teams are there? Dennis schroeder took the biggest. How are you going to get offered eighty-four million dollars for an extended contract over a four-year period and deny it, thinking that you are owed another sixteen million dollars for your talents, even though you were clearly averaging less points than you were in the previous season, and you expect another sixteen million dollars? You want a hundred million dollars over four years? You basically want how much is that? That's twenty-five million a year. Okay with the level of game you've been playing boy no way bro. boy ain't no way bro. boy ain't no way bro. still can't believe russell's getting is getting paid more than lebron was getting paid more than lebron because like apparently there's uh there's only like about six 200 million dollars dollar contracts in the nba right now uh jazz for rudy gobert even though he completely choked in the playoffs um stiff for golden state obviously like that's like what 222 million 224 million then you got cp contract extension at the Suns. chris Paul threw his career away to be very honest because i don't think sanders is going back to the finals let's be honest ain't no way bruh ain't no way bruh d book i don't know Yanja ain't still there but like i think for the year like i don't know but he could get traded anytime so we're still not sure there Chris Paul, I don't know about the Suns, man. I really don't know. I feel like, like I said, it was fluke because everyone was getting injured. If Kawhi was still healthy, let me tell you. Clippers down 2-1. Guys, Kawhi would have came through in the clutch. Oh, dude, My favorite NBA player, by the way, is Kawhi Leonard. Uh, I'm going to just put that out there. Uh, fair and fine. Great players, you know, the goats, the little bronze, the steps the and all that. But I love Kawhi because he's i feel like also because i was a very defensive player when i was playing basketball i was very good on the defensive end i was a pretty good scorer as well like i couldn't miss a layup my mid-range game was kind of fire three-point land needed some work dribbling now was very basic i didn't do no flashing moves i was very like strict when it came to my dribbling because i knew if i knew one i literally had like two dribbling moves in my arsenals but they worked pretty well you know fake passes hesitation that's all you need to be honest. I feel like some people take street ball too far, especially like when it's NBA. Cause like when you watch NBA, when you watch soccer, it's not the same because you know there's a whole gameplay involved, there's teams involved. You need to actually pass the ball around. You need to get people open. You need to play it logically, smartly too. It's not just about fa- flashy moves and between the backs, no eyes, a fake shootout rollouts and all that. Sometimes you actually just need to play the basic, the pick and rolls the switches, the give-and-goes, all that, you know, just to keep the game alive. But anyway, in terms of the basketball world, I think that is it. In terms of this podcast, I also think that it's it. But yes, thank you for joining me once again. Please go ahead and listen to Tickets to My Downfall. I understand that MGK are beefing. Sorry, MGK is beefing with a Rock Legend Icons, well, Rock Legend Icons, Slipknots. I'm pretty sure. I'm not sure so sure if you guys know them, but they're pretty famous and Eminem is starting beef again and obviously he's reaching, he's getting a lot of feedback and a lot of hate, but to be honest, the dude is dating Megan Fox, bro. There ain't no amount of L's that are gonna go against him, I'm just saying. Until Megan breaks up with him, if she breaks up with him, and if she leaves the relationship without a child, then He really ain't taking an L. I'ma just say it how it is. But thank you for joining me. This has been Baby Hazel's 4 slash Most Child. Brandon with the issues. And I will see you next time. Peace and love. Enjoy the instrumentals. Goodbye. Oh yeah, by the way, uh, I'ma start releasing. I have a lot of demo projects and a lot of unreleased songs. So... You know, I feel like maybe if you guys just keep listening to the podcast, you know, and if I keep recording some episodes, having a guest and all that, you know, you might just hear some unreleased you are, some unreleased other people that I don't want to put their names out there. But yeah, you know, also, um yeah, uh, I'm not about to go on that way. Like, i'll oh, send me your tracks if you want them to be played on my podcast. I mean, if you want to, sure, but make sure it's fine. I'm like Simon Cowell when it comes to rating tracks i will tell you that shit is ass bro like hot garbage like doodoo water so please but yes thank you for joining me i will see you next time bye